0: Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the second episode of Low Country Football Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Atkins, along with my co-host, Stephen Moody. Uh, this is episode two. We just got week one in the books and a lot of uh, really good games this past week we're going to talk about for the next 30, 40 minutes, Stephen.
1: Yeah, Tim, what, what was your surprising uh, game of the week?
0: To me, it was Somerville, Carolina Forest. I, I predicted last week Somerville was going to go just uh, really take care of business on the road at Carolina Forest. I miss, uh, I kind of underestimated Carolina Forest a little bit. They gave Somerville a well of a game.
1: It, it looked like it. I mean, that was a very close score, if you ask me, compared to what it should have been.
0: Well, I, while, while we're talking Somerville, let's lead off with that. Somerville took the win, 33-26. They went to 1-0 and on the season. Somerville ranked number one in the state after gaffney and dutch fork loses in week zero dutch fork lost his past week they're 0-2 carolina forest drops to one one on the season with the loss the big com- big time wide receiver yannick smith the east carolina commit, six receptions 125 yards two touchdowns 185 all-purpose yards when you're in a big game you expect your big time players to step up and boy mr smith sure did
1: no doubt about it he Showed everybody what he was made of.
0: I, I said this last week. I, I know right now East Carolina's got to be very nervous with that commit because his stats are going to get big time all week. I think those big schools are going to come sniffing around.
1: You're right about that. I mean, anytime you're making noise like that, the bigger schools are going to start looking at you.
0: Quarterback Jaden Cummings, uh, the transfer from Hanahan, he had 224 yards passing and four Touchdowns. Uh, Somerville was up 12 in the fourth quarter. Pan- Panthers erased a 12-yard, 12-point, uh, excuse me, deficit to take the lead early in the fourth quarter by runs by uh, Ethan Hamilton and Khalil Johnson. I mean, they had huge games for Carolina Forest, but then uh, Jaden Cummings two long touchdown passes to Yannick Smith put Somerville back up by 13. Panthers pulled within seven points. They recovered the onside kick, but Somerville defense held. They got an interception on fourth down, and uh, come away with a very close win on the road. You got to thank Green Wave coach Ian Rafferty. Kind of letting out a sigh of relief after a, a game like that. To start season.
1: Yeah, he better hope that everybody gets better in between this week or le- or this past week and the upcoming week.
0: Carolina Forest blocked two PAT attempts with Somerville, Ooh. so you got to thank Green Wave working on that uh, this weekend practice. Special uh, teams
1: s- need some uh, looking at.
0: Somerville comes home this week. They host the Berkeley Stags, who are a surprising 2-0 and on the season. Carolina Forest doesn't get much easier for them. They're going to host Oceanside this coming week. Steve, the game uh, that I think you liked a lot, you were talking about, was uh, the Ashley ridge Kane Bay game.
1: Yeah, I'm a I'm going to go into that one. Ashley Ridge and Kane Bay. You know, Kane Bay got that big win last week against Buford, and, you know, expectations were high. But um, Ashley Ridge, under the leadership of the new coach, Jeff Tate, they, uh, they took it to the Cobras. Sophomore QB, I, I'm not sure how you say his last name. Trevor Kalis?
0: I'll go with You can go with that.
1: That's K-A-L-I-S-Z. Anyway, he had a monster game, 27-36 of 36 for 283, five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Made one mistake, an interception um, late in the game. Ashley Ridge led at halftime 13-0, then took a 19 nothing lead in the third quarter before Kane Bay started to, to uh, stage a comeback. Had two rushing TDs to cut it to 19-12, and then Ashley Ridge pulled away with two more passing TDs from in the third in the fourth quarter. Senior receiver Derek Sally had 11 catches for 157 yards and three touchdowns.
0: Yeah, Derek Sally's big time. Coach Jeff Tate called Derek Sally one of the best I've ever had. This man's been coaching 31 years. I mean, that's that's big, right. big praise for Derek Sally. Six foot four, 190 pounders. He's got offers from Old Dominion, Charleston Southern, Western Kentucky. But if he has games like this, I mean, it could be more offers coming.
1: No doubt about it.
0: Kane Bay had won five straight against Ashley Ridge, of that game. And a lot of people said the biggest, what can really kind of turn this game around was Kane Bay got the ball to begin the third quarter, down 12, nothing, trying to drive down, trying to make something happen on that drive, right at midfield, went forward on fourth down, Ashley Ridge held them. Right. And then ended up scoring, made it 19, nothing. It was just too big a deficit to overcome. So Ashley Ridge, goes to Conway to face the Conway Tigers this week. And Cane Bay is at West Ashley. So Cane Bay, uh, another tough game coming up. Cane Bay one and one on the season. Ashley Ridge, that was their first game, one and O on the season. Uh, the, the team I, I really like in the low country, I talked about them last week, the Phillip Simmons Iron Horses. I think these guys are gonna make a lot of noise in the 3A playoffs, I think they could go very far. Uh, Coach Eric Bendig's got a really good senior-heavy team. They face 5A St. James this week. They win 41-30 to go 2-0 on the season. K.J. Asbury, another huge game, 244 rushing yards, two touchdowns. Sherrod Williams, five carries. Get this one, Moody. You like math. Five carries, 196 yards, and three touchdowns mm. on five carries. Huge game by Williams. And Bryce Ellington had a 62-yard touchdown reception. And like I said, uh, Phillip Simmons, two and on the season. They face Georgetown next week. And St. James, 5A St. James, they play host to the Myrtle Beach Seahawks.
1: Now, Tim, my math isn't all that great, but – that, that seems like it's about an average of 38 yards of carry.
0: That's about 40 yards, yeah. That's a pretty good average. Wow. And Gerard Williams, huge, huge game for the Philip Simmons Iron Horses. Steve, I think the next game, uh, the the one you were talking about also was a huge rivalry game up in Mount Pleasant.
1: Oh yeah, we had Wando um, taking on Lucy Beckham. You know, the Bengals and the Warriors getting it on um, in front of 10,000 fans. Wow. Ten thousand fans in attendance. Um, it was early on. I was watching, or you know, had had recorded it and watched it, and it looked like Wando was going to give him a fight to begin with. But then it just, Lucy Beckham just took it to him. It was twenty-nine to nothing at halftime. Um, Hard to come back from that. Oh, no doubt about it. And Wando couldn't get much of going against that stingy. Lucy Beckham defense, and, and their coach stated they play aggressive. Um, Wando had less than 100 yards of offense and less than 30 of it on the ground. The uh, Lucy Beckham quarterback, Chalmers Ballard, was 13 of 19 for 147 yards and two TDs, and RB Steven Seagars, 112 rushing yards and two rushing TDs.
0: Yeah, huge game, huge win for Beckham. They have faced Wando twice. Um, they've only had a varsity team what, going on. This is their second second year, and, and they lead the series over Wando 2-0. to uh, two and oh. uh, Robert Myers also had a 23-yard touchdown run for Lucy Beckham. Lucy Beckham is at Bishop England next week. Wando home against Stahl, so that should be a good game. Uh, next game, the game I did on WTUA Radio, streaming at WTUAradio.com, was Berkeley-Hanahan. Boy, what a ball game. Berkeley pulls it out 34-33. to Hanahan scored late, went for two. I love the call by uh, Coach Milan Turner. Berkeley's defense held, got the ball back, and, and was re- were able to run out the clock. But a, a heck of a game by Hanahan. Boy, they put up a fight. Henry Rivers, a freshman quarterback for Berkeley, I I, I just raved about him last week. He had another huge monster game, 237 yards passing, two touchdowns. That's 440 yards passing on the season and six touchdowns to two interceptions. So the freshman is really, really looking sharp. Excuse me, but the the test, Berkeley goes to Somerville this week. That's going to be a different ball game.
1: Yeah, we'll see um – Really, how good Mr. Rivers is coming up. Um, he's going to be facing a much tougher con or much tougher competition this week.
0: Yeah, big rivalry game. Berkeley Somerville's been playing for golly 80, 90 years. <laughs> I mean, it's just incredible. One of the longest. In the- when you go to that game, I mean, you just I mean, it's like you feel the coast of past games and players on that field, and then I mean, it's just an amazing feeling, especially. At Somerville. One of my favorite places to go broadcast from. Just so much history. They always fill the stands. It's always exciting. And looking forward to see that new turf at Somerville Stadium. They, right. They've got the artificial turf now. they got the jumbotron. I mean, it's mm. to me, it's high school football in South Carolina personified when you go to a game at, at Somerville. Just a lot of fun. Uh, real quick, some more stats from Berkeley Hanahan. Isaiah Palmer had 112 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, He is our low country football focus player of the week. Huge game by Palmer. He had a big touchdown run that really uh, put Berkeley in the lead for good. Julian Hippensteel, the the sophomore quarterback. You know, we're talking about freshman Henry Rivers. Hippensteel, just a sophomore. He had 249 yards passing for Hanahan, three touchdowns. He had a huge game. Kayvon Rivera, only 94 yards rushing. I say only 94 because he had 330 the week before, but, I, you know, you just got the, got the feeling, you know, Berkeley's defense did do a good job. Anytime number five got the ball, they were swarming to him, but he didn't have anywhere near the carries he had the previous week against Georgetown. He carried the ball 32 times against Georgetown. I kind of got the feeling Coach Turner meant to kind of cut his workload a little bit. I think he was cramping up late in the game, and, and that kind of affected the, his, the play calling also. And when he's in, not in that game, Hanahan's a different team. You can just see it. But uh, Rivera, ninety four yards. He's still over four hundred and what twenty yards on the yeah. season after two games. So four hundred
1: twenty and two two games is good and and nothing nothing to be taken away. Georgetown is not Berkeley, but you know Berkeley. I'm sure um, practiced all week trying to figure out how to stop Mr. Rivera, and they um succeeded to an extent.
0: They, they say the biggest improvement in a football team is between week one and week two. And, and, and I saw a lot of improvement in Berkeley. The defense, uh, th- there's a lot of excitement that hasn't been there in the last two years from that team. You know, they're, they're having fun playing. The defense is swarming to the football. There's a lot of, not, not celebrating is, is the wrong word, but a lot of High fives, and, you know, just mm-hmm. kids are having a good time playing.
1: And I bet it's, a, a, you know, fresh fresh for the fans to see the ball being passed through the air.
0: Gosh, a forward pass after two years. We haven't seen it. You're right. It's nice to see. Uh, like we said, Berkeley 2-0 and on the season, but maybe don't read too much into that yet. They faced Timberland and Hanahan, two teams they have outclassed. Uh, they face Somerville this week. Now, if we're <laughs> – we we'll would go up there and, and um, something happens and Berkeley could somehow upset Somerville. That's, that's the game we lead off next week. I'll be on cloud nine for a couple of days. But, uh, you know, Berkeley, like I said last week, Berkeley's a year or two away. They're very young. Coach Eric Lodge, first year in, you know, he came in, he was hired late. So he's kind of behind the eight ball there. But pay attention to the Berkeley Stags over the next couple of years. And, and really, I think, if they can get through these next three games, and they're, they're, it's, it's a murderer's row, it's Somerville, West Ashley, Fort Dorchester. If they can get thro- the, through those three games healthy and maybe grow up a little more, once region starts, I really believe region 75A is anybody's region. But Goose Creek's a heavy favorite, but, mm. I mean, I, you know, Goose Creek be looking at oh and two start after this this coming week when they play they were off last week hannahan has a bye so they will not play this coming week and like we said berkeley at somerville
1: and goose creek has sumpter coming in uh sumpter is a four uh four a school right
0: yeah, Sumter's five a. so the game you went to Stephen, uh, i think you also had a good game, but not quite as much offense as I saw. Sure. It was Timberland Indian Land.
1: It was a it was a battle, um, if I remember right, and uh, I tried to count them. You know, Timberland hosts, four A Indian Land. How many times does a four A school go to, go down to see a, you know, a smaller school like that?
0: Not sure when that, because you know Timberland went to Indian Land last year, so it was a home and home series. They signed, right. and I'm not sure what the connection is there, but yeah. It's but, I've never heard of Indian Land until last
1: year. All the way up on the North Carolina border, right, right. Uh, I think a little little west of uh, Charlotte. Anyway, um, man, this game was tight all the way, 0-0 for a long time. Indian Land couldn't help themselves early on. They had three fumbles, but Timberland could not capitalize. Uh, you know, in Indian Land, you know, they, they grabbed a 7 nothing lead, and uh, – Timberland scored, you know, late in the fourth quarter, tried a two-point conversion, and it, and it failed. And, you know, like you said earlier, it's, it's the right call. You you want to win the game. I
0: was going to ask you, you're the coach. Would you go for two, or would you go for the tie?
1: I would go for two in a game like that, when you know you, you know, definitely need to get that win. Because, you know, 0-0 zero, zero for that long, you know, it's on your side if, if they don't score again. Right. Um, Timberland had a, did have a chance late, but um, they had an incomplete pass. Indian land held on. Um, Amar, Amir Milligan, um, he, he's the one that uh, brought Timberland close. He had a long run followed by a 35-yard screen pass for a touchdown. And it was it was a very good setup play. I mean, he, he made some good cuts and looked good. Timberland doesn't have a... Have it any easier going forward? They've got a uh, cross, Philip Simmons, Hanahan, and West Ashley out of conference coming up. Mm. You know, that's a t- tremendous murderer's row right there.
0: Yeah, Timberland's a 2A team, so I mean they'll step down this week at Cross, but uh, Cross is no pushover. Cross Cross has got some good athletes up there.
1: Yes, sir. And I mean, getting on that Cross, you know, they they came back this week and. Um, got back on the winning side of things. They they beat the Hemingway Tigers 46 to eight. I mean they they really uh, put some points on the board. James Way caught a TD pass on both sides of the ball. Not only did he score a TD reception, but he had a pick six as well. Uh, Jordan or Jaden Middleton added to the scoring when he recorded a fumble for a score. And Carmelo Jones had two rushing TDs for the uh, Cross Trojans.
0: Yeah, they coming off a, a, a loss last week. Uh, Coach Wright got them back on the winning track. And, and yeah, that cross terminal game is going to be a fun game to see next week.
1: It's going to be the Wright versus Wright.
0: Yeah, you're right. That's fam- family. Wright <laughs> versus Wright. I'm right. <laughs> i tell you what, Steven, another big game that uh, could have, it looked like it was going to go south for local team. Fort Dorchester was uh, the Fort Dorchester-Buford game. Buford led this game for a long time. Fort Dorchester able to come back and really kind of take control late. They beat Buford 34-17. Fort Dorchester, that was their first game. They did not play week zero. They are 1-0 and on the season. And Buford, the defending state, 3A state champions, 0-2 on the season so far, uh, for Dorchester, Ryan Campbell had 53 yards and two touchdowns. Davian Brown, uh, I don't know if you've seen Davian Brown play, quick little running back for the Patriots. Man, he's a lot of fun to watch. 17 carries, 72 yards for Brown. Uh, Bennett Riffer, six for 12, 138 yards and a touchdown. And Multi Snyder, five receptions, 138 yards and a touchdown. Buford led it, like I said, 17 to seven. Fort Dorchester took the lead with 17 seconds left in the third quarter and just had a big, big fourth quarter to take control and, and put Buford away. Uh, for Buford, Isaac Smalls had 81 yards rushing. Caleb Ulmer and Jaden Andrews had a rushing touchdown each. Uh, a big thing for Buford during halftime, Ron Parker. I don't know if you remember Ron Parker. Went to Newberry, was an All-American at Newberry. Went on to the NFL, played eight seasons. He had his jersey retired at
1: Buford. Yeah, i seen that. That was pretty neat. Yeah, that was
0: pretty cool. The number three jersey of Ron Parker. Played for Mark Clifford. Uh, he played eight seasons in the NFL for the Raiders, the Panthers, and the Chiefs. Played in 104 NFL games, 11 interceptions. Uh, just a great, great uh, kid and great football player. So congratulations to Ron Parker. Next game, Grayson, Georgia is at Fort Dorchester. Uh, Grayson beat Fort D, 28 to nothing last year. Let's see if maybe Fort Dorchester can get a little revenge on Grayson Buford, a little uh, rivalry game from them. They are at Hilton Head. Uh, Another big game, West Ashley on the road beats May River, 31 to seven. Uh, White, Claiborne, Donyon Brown each had a rush touchdown. Uh, so West Ashley 2-0 and on the season May River 0-1 uh, you know I like Coach Donnie Kiefer at West Ashley I think he's going to have the Wildcats uh, be in a parental powerhouse very soon uh, mm-hmm. like I said 2-0 and they started last season 7-0 and mm. uh, just kind of stumbled late but yep. uh, they're on that winning track again yeah, uh, West be... Ashley is
1: at Cane Bay this week so. mm. that ought to be tough Cane Bay is going to be trying to you know, get back on the winning track, and West Ashley's going to be trying to prove that they're the they're the ones to beat in that conference, or in the 5A conference.
0: Uh, Porter Gowd, another quick score. Porter Gowd defeated Burke 49 to six to go to 2-0 on the season. J.J. Flood had 65 yards and three rushing touchdowns. Nolan Schumann had a touchdown pass and two rushing touchdowns. Burke falls to 0-2. They face Academic Magnet. Next, and Porter Gowd is home against Camden Military. Uh, also, James Ball had seven tackles and and recovered a fumble. So, big big win for Porter Gowd, two and zero on the season.
1: Hmm. All right, and coming off of that, Woodland Woodland uh, Wolverines they get their first uh, win of the season, which is in their first game, of course. So they're one and zero. They beat the Bethune. Bowman Mohawks. 60 to 20. 60.
0: Wow. Big big win.
1: <laughs> they lit that scoreboard up.
0: Woodland has been a powerhouse in 2A the last couple of years and, and always got athletes there.
1: No doubt. I mean they were I mean they've been good for many years, but lately they've been very, very good. And then moving on also, um, James Island moves to 2-0 with a win over to RB Stahl. Warriors. It is the Warriors, right? Yeah. So James Island beats R.B. Stall 51 to nothing. It kind of busted Stall's bubble a little bit. And uh, wide receiver Wushy Ravenel returned a kickoff for a score. Tank Scott had three rushing touchdowns, and cornerback Chris Glover had eight tackles and four tackles for loss. James Island will play next at First Baptist.
0: Mm. Tough and, uh, game for first. Bat is, uh James Island got a good football team. they they're gonna. They also are gonna be a force in four A. Uh, another huge game, and and a and a score that really kind of surprised me was uh, South Florence and Oceanside. South Florence to defending four A vending 4A state champions, and I mean on paper it should be a, a, a cakewalk for South Florence because Oceanside's only two A. But we know Oceanside; they're a charter school here in you know Charleston and. They've got a lot of good athletes, and they, they are a very good football team. But South Florence came down and really put a whooping on Oceanside, 27-6. to 6. Last year, these two teams played South Florence on their way to a state championship. They beat Oceanside 29-28 last mm. year. So I think everybody expected that kind of game again. But South Florence really took it to Oceanside, 27-6. to 6. Oceanside had a 32-yard interception return by C.J. Moskus, and that was really their only score, so a defensive touchdown. South Florence, uh, Sellers had a touchdown reception. Raleigh Jett had a rushing touchdown. Messiah Jackson had a rushing touchdown. Hmm. Uh, Messiah. uh, Reeves for South Florence also had a pick six. South Florence host Orangeburg Wilkinson next week. Oceanside is at what we learned this week at a very tough Carolina Forest team, so that's going to be a – Uh, a fun game to keep an eye on
1: it's kind of like you talked about last week is it's going to be whether we find out if carolina forest is that good or you know if somerville just didn't give it to them like they should have
0: well i think i think you know talking again again real quick about somerville carolina forest you know you you got these are 16 17 year old kids they hear in all this hype they're number one in the state this is the best team they've had in a long time you know, they might have got there, and Carolina Forest showed up to play, And but a good team finds a way to win. I've always said that. They can play terrible. I don't know what, that they played terrible. I wasn't at the game, but good teams find a way, and that's what Somerville did. Yes, sir. All right, so real quick, a few more scores for you. Whale Branch defeated North Charleston 46-6. to Whale Branch 1-0 and on the season. They will face Ridgeland Hardyville, who is and 2-0 so far, so that will be a good game. Uh, North Charleston is at Baptist Hill for Whale Branch. They had a 70-yard fumble return, and uh, Chisholm had two rushing touchdowns for Whale Branch. Baptist Hill defeated St. John, St. John's 0-2 on the season, Uh, not typical St. John Islander football. Baptist Hill 44, St. John's 8. Baptist Hill evens their record at 1-1. Harold Gethers had a big night for Baptist Hill. At Biggerstaff Stadium, Baptist Hill, like I said, faces North Charleston next week. Saint John's is facing Denmark. Oler Academic Magnet defeated Military Magnet 14 to 12. Academic Magnet undefeated, 1 and 0 on the season. Hmm. They are at Burke this week. That'll be a tough game for them. And Military Magnet host Palmetto Christian. Military Magnet 0 and 2 on the season. Uh, looking at some Skeezer scores real quick, and a A team that's really surprising a lot of people, the Northwoods Chargers. They defeat the defending 2A state runner-up Collington Prep 49-36 to go 2-0 on the season. Austin Grady, 21-33, of 346 yards and five touchdowns. Three of those went to Aiden Hogan. They had 476 yards of total offense for Northwoods. Jeremiah Singleton had 126 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Northwoods Chargers, good yeah. football team, big win, 2-0. They are at Thomas Hayward this week. Colleton Prep is at Branchville. Another quick score, Patrick Henry defeated St. John's Christian out of Monk's Corner, 33-6 to go 2-0 in the season. They host Lee next. St. John's Christians faces Calhoun Academy in Monk's Corner.
1: that Not- should be one heck of a test. Calhoun County is usually really, really good.
0: No, Calhoun Academy.
1: I mean, Calhoun Academy.
0: But you're right, Calhoun County. That's who defeated Cross in week one. That that was a score that surprised us last week. A few games that did not happen. Bishop England First Baptist was canceled. They did not play. Uh, Just a tragedy at Bishop England last week. We're not even going to talk about it. um, Just out of respect, but uh, just a tough situation for those for that school. And, and please keep them in your thoughts and prayers. Uh, Bishop England's next game is Lucy Beckham this week. Uh, First Baptist faces James Island. Stratford had a bye. They are 0-1, but they are at 2-0 Lexington this week. So a big, big test for the Knights coming up on the road. Goose Creek also had a bye, and they face 2-0 Sumter this week. So let's see if Goose Creek and Stratford can bounce back from their 0-1 uh, starts.
1: they definitely need to. I mean, if they're gonna they're they're gonna make any noise, they're gonna have to get started soon.
0: Well, Steven, it seemed like I don't know how long we'll be talking, but it kind of flew by.
1: It did. It it flowed a little get a little bit better this week, did it? Flowed it right? A
0: little better, yeah. Well, that's all the time we have. Uh, all the games we have time for right now, and. I just want to remind you, our pod, our podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify and Apple. Look up Low Country Football Focus. Uh, give us a rating. Give us a review. It don't have to be good.
1: Hey, we got to get better.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, give us a review and give us a rate. It it helps uh, kind of give the, the podcast a little exposure. Uh, you can email us at lowcountryfootballfocus at gmail.com. .com, and you can find us on Twitter, X. Yeah, formerly known X? as, or
1: X, yeah. formerly known as Twitter.
0: Low Country Football Focus Podcast. we got a picture of our new artwork on there. It's really cool. Thanks to Bart Art out of Mount Pleasant for that. Bart Art. So uh, Steve's been fun, and looking forward to, to next week and a lot of games this coming week. Let's hope that uh, Hurricane Idalia doesn't affect any games. Oh, I do have one real quick note for you. Berkeley-Somerville JV and B-team has been moved to tomorrow night, to Tuesday night. And pay attention to your local papers because i got a feeling a lot of JV games and B-team games are going to be moved.
1: Right, because there's going to be a lot of rain coming through here. Probably not going to be real bad, but just probably a lot of rain.
0: Well, Be safe, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody.